You awaken in a field, your body coated in a thin layer of morning dew. The sky is overcast, its monotonous gray standing out in contrast to the rolling, emerald green hills that extend as far as the eye can see. A scant breeze swirls the misty air around you, peppering your face and extremities with droplets. It feels kind of nice, albeit a bit drafty. You're completely naked, by the way. No clothes, no equipment, no idea where you are or how you got there, and, most importantly, no memories. You're lying in a ditch at the base of a mildly steep hill. What do you do? Uh, am I old? Um, you seem to be about, you are older, but, uh, not, not elderly. Okay, okay. Um, alright, uh, I'll walk down the hill and get a look for any interesting terrain. Any, uh, any houses, any taverns? There's no, there's nothing interesting, there's no interesting terrain, as there's literally just hills as far as the eye could see. Maybe if you went up the hill, you could perhaps see something. Alright, but... I'll do that, and as I do that... I'm going to try to ascertain if I'm, like, completely naked. Like, do I have, like, a belt? Do I have, like, a money pouch somewhere? Give me a perception roll. You got it. Uh, it's a 19, and my modifier... Oh, I get plus 4, so it's 23. Okay, you check every single part of your body, like under every single fold and and crag and everything. You have nothing on you, uh, but you know it, it, you're confused and like a newborn child. But like you know, you're kind of into it in a little way, especially as you start climbing the hill. So, as you come over the ridge, another figure starts to come into view: a large black obelisk standing in the middle of a field about 150 feet away from you. Okay. Well, considering that I'm naked in a field and sweaty, I'm probably on PCP, so I'm going to run at this thing. All right. Uh, that, that's, I think that's a pretty good move. So you run towards the obelisk. Uh, you're, you're right there. Well, what do you do? Uh, probably feel it with, All right. with any you, and every part of my body. You rub that entire thing, every dangly bit, up against that obelisk. It's cold to the touch, like a brush metal. As you remove your, yourself from the obelisk, you notice that the print of your body remains, and it starts to glow a bright white. Soon that body print just spreads all over, becoming a large rectangle of light that forms in it and goes from the base of the obelisk to about, about like, say, seven and a half feet up. It seems to be a passageway to another place. What do you do? Uh, well, considering I ran headlong into it and got my fleshy bits all over it, um, I think I'm going to try to put my skin Andy self through it or whatever my name is. All right. You enter the doorway. Blinding light encompasses you. God only knows where this will lead you, though. Wait, are we really fucking doing this? Uh, where, where are we? What What is happening? What? I can't. Yeah, we're, we're no, doing this. I no, I thought we're we were not, recording John, the I'd Rather Not podcast. We're not doing yeah, this bullshit. I, I mean, it's, it's you know, we usually record. This is, oh, oh, no, this wait. is this is not okay. what this show has become. Like, yeah, I mean, what? Listen, I mean, I mean, you want to dice rolls? I don't no, understand what the problem no, here is. Not, not like this, well, John. I, thought, I like, thought we could use my Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica if we ever do no, a D D podcast. We're the now, master. Like, you are you are not just, helping. You're you're well, not helping. No, you know what? No, this is stupid. If 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 this is the bullshit that we're gonna do tonight, I I would rather not.
fucking bad, okay? You know what? You people just kept coming out. It's like, oh, let's introduce dice rolls. Oh, give me a perception check on that question you're asking. <laughs> you did this, okay? You wanted to engage with this stuff? You wanted to start bringing D&D rules into this Would You Rather show? Well, guess what? D&D is not a fucking game. It's a way of life. John, it literally is a game. It's a storytelling medium, actually. Oh, it God. is a, a war! <laughs> it is a way of can, can life, I do an- and it is important, and I'm going to teach you all just how important it is. Motherfuckers, I, your DM, John Gavarecki Maxwell, will not be deterred. I will not be silenced. I will not be interrupted. You people have no idea. Can I, can I do an insight check to see how Shut I was more about this? <laughs> Fuck. I already know how to play D&D. Can I go home? Uh, I, I, got a, I got a five. All of you shut up, okay? All right. <laughs> Talking time is over. Talking time is over. Right, fine. It's time for D&D mode, okay? Why? Why? I'm this the DM stupid, here. Fine. Anyway, as I was saying, Andy Billings. Hey. You find yourself in a small, round room. The only light source is a hole in the ceiling, but you can't tell where the light is coming from. A man is standing in the center of the room, facing you with a rucksack in his left hand. He addresses you, beginning, Salutations, traveler, and welcome to trial number 96 of the Crypt of Ravenaut, a challenge that will test your physical strength, mental acuity, and propensity for camaraderie with regards to bad decisions and how you make them. My name is Jason Longlast Name, and I will be your guide throughout this adventure. Oh, and you might want this. Seems like you'd, you could use it. He tosses the rucksack at your feet. Inside the rucksack, you find a robe and a ton of equipment that you feel belongs to you, but you're not sure why. What do you do? Uh, I put on the robe. Um, I think I might still be a little hot, so I won't tie it too securely. Um... Smart. That that's always a good strategy. Uh, what's what's the equipment? What do I have? Uh, well, let's see. You have currently in the bag. Um, you have a crystal which emanates a a deep power. It's it feels very. You feel very connected to it. Like this is something that is of great importance to you. Um, you also have. Let's see. Um, you have a book. You have uh some common clothes. You have a. Uh, ounce of ink and an ink pen, a little bag of sand, a sheet of parchment, a quarter staff, a small knife, and a spell book. Okay. Uh, so I'm not sure what my memory is like, but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to... You don't remember anything. I'm going to write... Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know how good my memory is, just that I know oh, nothing okay. now. Oh, so I'm okay, going to memento this, Sorry. and I'm going to write mm-hmm. long last name's name on my arm, just so I remember what his name is, with that bottle of ink and pen. So there you go. Uh, Jason Long, last name, notices this as it goes, right? Yep, that, that's that's my name. Um, I'm <laughs> glad to see you uh, putting in the effort to remember it. But you know what? That that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, well, So did good. you uh, make the you. obelisk? Um, well, I mean, I didn't make it so much as I just, you know, sent it here. I mean, obviously, we, we sent it looking for you, and it was your invitation to this trial, and by entering the obelisk, you accepted our invitation, so, you know, I guess in a way you could say I I, I don't know that I physically made it, but I, I certainly sent for it to, to bring you here. 
That certainly sounds like something I would want to do, considering my ideal is knowledge and finding the path to it. Uh, I don't know how I know that. It's almost like it was granted to me. That's true. That's good. I mean, I I should hope that you remember that. I mean, after all, I, I do know that about you. I know a lot about you. I would I mean, love to learn more about what well, you know about me, who is the me that you know about. I mean, how can I not? Within a few lives spread across this multiverse, you've accomplished more than most people could achieve with infinite possibilities. You're an accomplished bard and scribe with your troop, the Midnight Fire, are you not? Uh, that is true. Uh, and it's, it's coming back to me now. Uh, I think I would, I would shamelessly plug that as at Midnight Fire NY on. <laughs> <laughs> with, with recordings available across the cloud of sound. <laughs> That's it's true. I know that I've heard of this. And, and also many a tale I've heard has been told of your other life as an adventurer whose trials and tribulations have been celebrated throughout history as a member of the D&D bags, or so I've been told. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. It's all, it's all flowing back into my mind. I see it now. I see thousands of hours of recordings where I play Lazor, the lightly armored, zapping, hatted, organic robot with my band of adventurers <laughs> on the podcast known as The D&D Bags. That's at The D&D Bags. <laughs> Come follow us on Twitter, whatever that is. <laughs> yes, it's so fascinating, so interesting, and yet it's strange, don't you think? Here you are, able to remember all these different lives you have lived across the multiverse, and yet unable to remember your own past. Don't you find that interesting, Dr. Andros? With that question, a flood of memories bowl you over. Suddenly you remember, you are Dr. Andros, a high elf wizard and renowned scientist, and your kingdom's utmost authority on the science of parallel dimensions and multiverses. You have spent decades communing with, with, with the multiverse to learn from your other lives and better understand how every force in every universe is interconnected. But what is this place? Why are you here? And why the deja vu? It's all... It's all coming back. It's so, uh, it's so interesting. I have, have I been in a parallel universe before? This, this must be a parallel universe. One, one of the many lives that I've experienced. How, how did you know to call me here? Well, all things are possible. I mean, this is definitely a could one could argue a universe of its own. I mean, the multiverse works in uh, very interesting and peculiar ways. I, I could say, but you know. This is a lot of questions to be asked, answering at one time. And I mean, look, I understand you have a lot of questions, but I did mention this was going to be a team effort, yeah? So, perhaps I spent a bunch of time <clears throat> uh, giving you an exposition dump. We should meet our new friends! <laughs> Another rectangle of light appears in the middle of the room, which Jason walks into. On the other side, you find yourself in a similar-looking room. Jason stands to your right. To your left, a staircase leaning down to a large door. Across from you are three other 
adventurers. And, well, uh, let's introduce it now. So uh, when I say your name, tell me uh, the name of your character, a little bit about your history, and what you were doing uh, prior to discovering this obelisk that invited you to the challenge, uh, starting with uh, Andy Hill. Oh, oh man. Um, all right, hi. Uh, that's me. Um, so I am playing uh, Andre, the mountain man. Uh, I am a uh, I am a hill dwarf, um, and so I, I used to actually run a small brewery, um, and I, I basically staffed it entirely myself. Um, you know, I was in charge of everything, and it was pretty popular for like a small town brewery. And took a took a lot of foot traffic and all that kind of stuff. And eventually, though, demand kind of outstripped supply, and I couldn't handle it myself anymore. Couldn't keep up, so I hired on a, an assistant, um, Chad. <laughs> You know, I almost didn't hire Chad because he was named Chad, but, uh, you know, I needed the help, and, and so I brought on Chad as an assistant brewer, and, you know, we were gearing up for this big festival. He was with me for a little bit. He was okay. He was kind of a douche, but whatever. Um, and then we're gearing up for this big festival in town, and, you know, we're in full swing of production, and, and he closed up and left a valve open and lost 200 gallons of beer overnight, and I wasn't super happy about that so i you know i saw the saw the mess in the morning when i came in and i was i was i was a little upset so i started started drinking you know at nine in the morning that's it's fine and uh chad came in at 11 and uh at that point Never i was forget. um slightly buzzed um so chad comes in um and i fucking headbutted him right in the face when he walked in and, you know, that, that whole fight kind of spilled out onto the street, and, you know, it was it was kind of over at that point. You know, a line had formed, and people hated Chad as, as well as I did, so, you know, they were cheered when he eventually ran off. Um, but it was kind of a, a, a short-lived thing, and after that, I, I, I don't know, I got angry a lot, and, and uh, I, you know, I, I punched a couple customers, you know, and they got on my nerves, and um, business eventually just kind of dried up, and... You know, I was mad, and so I just kind of left and decided to, to wander. I, you know, I just took off, and so I did, and I, I took some odd jobs, you know, people that wanted people that were good at hitting other people. That was that was me. Um, and, you know, on one, this one job, I heard about this guy, another dwarf, kind of like me, who had a had a cabin in the mountains, and uh, turns out that uh, that sounded up my alley. So I decided I should, should join. Hey, next uh owen douglas yes i am playing ozonius the magnificent i am a warlock but i wasn't always a warlock it seems because i'm also a bird person and a bird I, person you say yes i am a bird person and i worshipped the the eagle god ravnus and while going out on an adventure from my hometown uh, he saw potential in me and decided to grant me magical powers, which gave me my warlock status. And, uh, you know, with all this magical power, you think, uh, you know, go around, you know, be a big hero. N- n- no, th- that's boring. I'd rather do it for profit. So I'm pretty much a thief. Except I'm not, like, that bad of a thief, I would say. Like, I'm stealing from rich people, that's technically not bad right no it's robin hood you know redistribute the wealth yeah, and shit. yeah it's right it's fine redistribute the wealth it's fine i'm just a pretty much magic robin hood 
but I've also kind of started my own colony of bird people uh, in a totally original named city of Philadelphia. Totally original name. Totally magical. Don't worry about it. While while he's explaining this, he's also just like doing card tricks. Oh yeah, did you not see that? That is this a card? <gasps> see, I, magic. The the first the the half orc standing next to him uh, seems very excited by the fact that that is in fact his card, uh, and that half orc is of course uh, rhythm bastard. Yes, I am the Rhythmic Bastard Executioner, a creature known and feared by many, but whose identity is largely a mystery. The Rhythmic Bastard Executioner wanders the lands, righting wrongs and standing up for the oppressed, no matter what the cost, all while laying down some sick grooves. My actions have seen me labeled as a terrorist by the kingdom, but the poor and working class generally know the truth. At least, that's the spiel I tell people. I am a working musician, so I have to know how to work the hustle. Oh, oh by, by the way, don't check your inventory. Just don't. It's fine. Nothing's missing. Mm. What did you fucking take from me? No, no, no don't worry about it. No, nothing. What? What? Look, all right, this is, is, all right, is this, this your too card? Much, <clears throat> is too much metagaming? Oh my god. Too much metagaming right now. All right. While you're doing this, Jason chimes in. Right, uh, well, I'm, uh, glad you're all acquainted, uh, but if I may, oh, uh, actually, uh, before I do that, uh, Dr. Randos, would you like to introduce yourself to the, to the, uh, the team? Of, of course I would. Um, I'm trying to make a strong character choice here, but having just found out who I am, it's kind of difficult to come up with a voice. That having been said, I'll default to this frantic, anxious man sound that, that seems natural <laughs> to me for some reason. Frantic man sounds. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I know you so well. Everyone, you it's 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 so wonderful to meet you. Uh I, I hope you don't mind my semi nudity. It, it was quite hot out there, you must understand. I'm I'm sure you all feel similarly. The, the the quantum movement through the dimensions must have had a similar effect on you. I I see most of you are, are lightly clothed. Yeah, but like I had clothes on originally. Seems to just be an I, I dressed myself though. like this on purpose. Right, well, this is a fun uh, collection of the nudist colony, and I'm glad we're all well acquainted, but uh, if I may, I'd like to explain why we've summoned you lot here. You see, this, gentlemen, is the crypt of Ravenot. Eons ago, an ancient civilization discovered an incredible power, and with it, they were able to answer all the secrets of the universe. Hmm. But they knew they were doomed. Their civilization was dying, and so they sealed their greatest treasure away, so that the na next great and deserving civilization could discover it and continue their work. Down those stairs and beyond that door lies a trial that only a team of the bravest, strongest, most cunning, and most worthy heroes will survive to be anointed with the great knowledge. Ninety-five other teams have had a go at this great trial before you, and all have failed. Wait. But you four? Oh, what? There's something about you that feels... Um... Different. It's, excuse me. I don't I, know. I, I think a lot... I think you Jason, lot might be ringers. J Jason, I, I have a question. Okay, I, I will start taking questions now. D did you say ninety-five? Yes, I did say uh, ninety. This is, in fact, the ninety-sixth... 
uh, trial that uh, we have tried for the Crypt of the Rathanaut. Crypt of Rathanaut. Uh, what happened to the other ones? Well, to discuss everything that happened in the past 95 times we've tried this. I mean, how about the last one? No. We'd be here for a century. I, I, James, okay, I can, I can James, tell you a bit about it. I can tell you Jason, about the 95th. Jason, whatever your name is, speak uh, up. Hold on. I, I, I can tell you a bit about the 95th trial. I, I can tell you about the 95th trial. That's acceptable. You see, um, in the last trial, uh, the, the team that competed had to determine whether it would be preferable to speedrun every part of their lives or to be the world's most clumsy assassin. Now, see... Every person in the universe, I mean, a hundred percent of people polled, they all said that they would rather be leaderboard chasers than murderers. But the team? Well, they chose the other one. <laughs> Didn't work out for them too well, but, uh, but you four? The sky's the limit! Uh, that makes me feel confident. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel confident about this at all. Um, hey, hey, uh, Jason. Yes. I feel like there's something you're not telling me here. I don't know to what you're referring. You know, you, you seem to only want to talk to talk to me about the last group. How'd you get so far, and, and no one can do this yet? This is a very difficult trial. Um, it is, like I said, this is a ancient secret that has been well guarded. We can only be sure that the strongest and most deserving individuals can accept this gift bestowed upon them. Huh. What, what exactly is this gift? Um, oh, and give me a, a, a d20 roll and add your uh, persuasion. Alright, d20. And add my persuasion. Got it. So I rolled a 21. All right. With um, persuasion. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's a very good roll. He goes, all right, all right. I, I can see where, where you all are coming from. This is, happens <clears throat> a lot, and I can understand why you would be reticent. So allow me to explain. Inside the crypt is a technology that will allow you to be able to understand and analyze and comprehend infinite possibilities. Every possible persu perception, persuasion, every single question of the universe, you will be able to compare and analyze and understand. Create the perfect world, the perfect society. All knowledge Bestowed upon you of all universes. Hmm. Perfect world, or maybe you could do something a little more fun with it. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of responsibility. Whatever you choose to do with it is your choice. What if I choose to just not? Well, unfortunately, you've already signed the, uh, You've already signed the agreement into accepting this trial when? by entering the obelisk, so... Wait, wait, where, unfortunately, when did I do that? When you entered the obelisk. I do remember doing I, that, I didn't yes. sign anything. I signed your, something. 
your entering the obelisk was your signing on to. How was I supposed to test. know that? Where was the writing on that? Is there a Eula somewhere very, I didn't read? It was very clear by your entering the magical obelisk that this was what? going to happen, and Did now I, I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why half of you understand this and somehow half of you don't. I mean, I thought this was very obvious by there being a magical obelisk that you were walking into. Yeah, that's pretty hard. I'd like to. I'd like to pick up Jason and threaten him by with with punching. Okay, uh, give me an intimidation roll. Uh, is that a d twenty? Uh, yeah, give me a d twenty and add your intimidation bonus. Seventeen. Uh, is that plus your intimidation? Yes, because my, my intimidation is actually uh, zero. <laughs> okay. Um. Jason just looks at you like, while I understand your grievances, short man, please understand that you signed the agreement when you entered into the obelisk. You will have to complete the trial and prove your worth, and there is nothing I can do to help you in this matter. They're beer in there? All the beer you could ever... You could create infinite possibilities. Fuck it, I'm in. I'm in. Cool. Okay, uh, so that's... Is that it? Everybody's in favor of of doing this? Fuck it. There's beer. I'm in. For glory! I have to follow knowledge. more power. Why not? Right. Happy to hear that. Well, glad we're all on the same page. Uh, of course, I like I said, I will be your guide throughout this experience. Um, there's not much I can do to really help you uh, when the trials commence, but at least I can get you to the next stage. So, come with me. And he ushers you down the stairs. You come to the, bot- to the bottom of the stairs, and there's a large door there in front of you. A door that seemingly is too large, huge to move, completely impassable a dark metal like it's just completely unable to it just seems like a complete barrier there's nothing to get around it and then you hear a voice a voice that boom it's booming and loud it's it's like it sounds like it it's is playing in your head like you can only hear it in your head but it, it echoes and it reverberates in such a way it's almost like it's bouncing off the caves of your of like everything inside of your head to just make this like weird crazy booming sound you hear this voice and it says to you great champions who wish to enter this protected place you must prove yourselves worthy of the challenge that awaits you prove to be your dedication to your fellow champion and come together in unison to answer these questions from the old one. Do this, and I'll open the path to the keepers of enlightenment. Do you accept? What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the most half-hearted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I ask uh, this voice a, a question? No. Will the voice hear me if I say anything? Is like you a can try. You, you know what? You can try. All right. Uh, hey, uh, disembodied voice guy. Um, uh, is there beer in there? Give me uh, – roll me a d20 with, uh, with insight. Uh, <laughs> nine. <laughs> the voice repeats – do you accept? Damn it. Yeah, all right. 
If, if everyone else is in, I'll, I'll go in. Why not? Okay. okay. The voice asks you the first question. Would you rather be happy in a room or just sleep for six months? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to roll to ask questions? Is this question directed yeah. at any one of us or do we just shout out the answer? <laughs> So you must all come come together on a you must all come together to agree on an answer. Oh my oh god, so we have to debate god. this shit. Mm-hmm. Alright. Oh man. Um Hey uh voice guy. Can, can, yes. you, can you can you repeat that? Would you rather be happy in a room or just sleep for six months? Yeah, but like what kind of room? <laughs> A room. That that's less information than I was hoping to receive. <laughs> that's you don't you don't receive any other information. Uh, what you have been given is the these. It seems you perceive that these questions have been passed down from a long time, and there is no as if from a society that doesn't seemingly uh, put more thought into the questions and what they could mean. Is, is there hmm. is there a way to know? Like, is there a right answer? I assume there must be a right answer. Uh, give me, give me an insight check. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, twenty. You get the sense that while there may or may not be a right answer, um, it, it you get the sense that perhaps what they're more interested in is your ability, your ability to work as a team and come together on on something. That perhaps the answer you get is less important than the uh than the fact that you were able to to all come to one answer you you can't be certain of this but this is what you believe what you believe in your gut all right well my gut's usually right ish so well i mean think of all the stuff we'd miss out on if we'd sleep for six months like what well all the stories we can tell all the people we can meet all the all the lives we can make a difference in. But, but sleep is really good. Sleep is really good. How much but sleep do you need? I mean, a lot. I don't know. Six months sounds pretty good. You're forgetting a key point, which is, uh, and as my personality trait is, I patiently explain anything and everything to others. <laughs> You're forgetting the key point that in this room, we would be happy. So, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, we'd be happy in it, right? So, it kind of seems like a. Be happy in a room. Yeah, but but like, I'd be happy sleeping too. Well, that's not clear from the from the information given. You, I don't know. Have you ever had sleep where you're not happy? Uh, you could. I've been in rooms where I've been unhappy, but but not this one. They're pretty clear about that one. Hey, bloke's got a point here. Uh, Jason chimes in. Like, think about it. What if you wake up and it uh, turns out you slept through everything good? You wake up, your mom's dead. <laughs> Ooh, um, yeah, but like, what if I wake up and I I didn't have to deal with six months of a really bad leader doing bad leadership stuff? You know, well, hypothetically. How, how in, long in would you world. have to be happy in the room to make up for that? I don't know. Can I ever leave this room? But you're happy in it, so... Yeah, but but can I ever leave it? 
Dude, if you're happy in the room, why would you want to leave the room, eh? If you're happy in the room, clap your hands. Uh, no, I'm not going to clap my hands. I thought about it, though. I'm not... I'm not I, hmm. I feel like... I feel like this room is a trap, guys. But maybe it's just a hypothetical room. Again, it's so, for us all to work together. <laughs> <laughs> but why, why are you making this so difficult? Just... Hmm. Listen, ex- is, hey, though, executioner guy, like, are you like this all the time? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Trying to be a leader here. I, yeah, see, th- th- you're you're doing a, a bad job. You're presenting hypotheticals, and you're not making any sense whatsoever. Just don't, don't anymore. All right? Now, now, maybe we could patiently explain those hypotheticals oh god no, listen don't. patient explainer guy we don't need to patiently explain anything i don't want to be stuck in the same room forever yeah but here's the thing though if we're asleep for six months we are vulnerable to what unhappiness to, you know being robbed bed sores i roll in my I sleep mean, i'm gonna be fine just saying your pocket is just right there yeah, take stuff out of my pockets before I go to bed and hide it mm. properly. Andy, give me a persuasion roll. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, 16. He's making a compelling case, so it's kind of hard to say that, like, you know, it's, it's not like <clears throat> he's completely out of the woods here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so so what, what, which one are we going to choose? I, I don't want to be stuck in a room. That's all I'm saying. I've been I've been trying to get out of rooms my whole life. I don't want to be stuck in one now. Well, we're currently kind of stuck in one. We that's my point. Don't you want to be out of this room? I do have a point. Hmm. Hey, executioner guy. Yes. You want to be stuck in this room forever? You want to stay? What? I mean, those are the same thing. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be stuck in this room forever? You want to leave? Well, I. I... But it's hypothetical, and we all have to work together on it. So, you know, I'm all about that DIY direct action collab lifestyle. So, um, for the sake of group cohesion, I, I just went off the rails with character shit. What for fucking a second. PowerPoint are you talking from right now? I love for this. the sake of group cohesion. Let's go with six months so we can continue our trial. For the sake of group cohesion, are you a human being, sir? No, he's not. I'm an orc. Are you a <laughs> half orc? Are you a half orc being, I, sir? Yes. Uh, so is that it? You all agree on uh, sleep for six months? Yes. Sure. I'll go along with it. man. Okay. Uh, one of the corners of the door starts glowing a bright white light, as if you've seemingly done something right. The voice chimes in again with the next question. Would you rather fight the future or change? <laughs> what? <laughs> change. Change what? No, like, you mean like coins. No. Or no. Like change, like revolution. Why would he mean coins? Shiny coins, though. Why would he mean mm. coins? No one ever means coins. Coins are useless. How dare you? No, co- coins are useless. But they're so shiny and they're worth things. Are you a bird? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a bird. Do you not see my wings? 
I'd like to know if this man is an actual bird. Yes, he is an actual bird. Yes, I'm an actual bird. Did you... Did I, you missed right. my description. I'm a bird person. I did literally come in halfway through your description. I had no idea you were a bird person. Oh, I, I he's thought a, you he's just a liked little, birds. No, he's like, a literal like bird person. I'm a magical bird oh. person. Yes, I'm a magical bird person who's also a thief. I feel like I kind of... And a street magician. I kind of insulted you. Yes, is this your card? Oh! <laughs> Damn! Executioner, why are you humoring him? I don't even know your real name. I'm just calling you Executioner guy. Listen, don't humor the Birdman, alright? It's, it's not. I, I'm it's impressed not by his tricks. He's a fellow performer, and I want to encourage him. Don't encourage him. The voice him. repeats the question. You never encourage a bird. Would you rather fight the future or change? I'm fine with either I, option because those sound like one I, and the same. I, I, I want them coins. No, it's not. It's not. Mm, please. Change. <laughs> no <laughs> one. The way he said it, it sounds like coins to me. Oh my god. But, you're. Why are you so fixated on these coins? It's not about coins. It's about moral change. That sucks too. I don't know. I don't know. That seems too obvious. Let us not forget that change is always bad and scary. Scientist man, what, what, what are you even doing right now? Why are you I know, here? I know that would have seemed a little out of left field based on how my character's been set up so far, but admittedly, <laughs> change is pretty scary. I don't... I don't... <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Listen, I want you to know that. I, I, I've I been trying to be more... I think my character knows that. I think I've understood that. Where's the fourth yeah? But, but wall? the thing is, I wanna. My my character doesn't is not stopping. He definitely like knows you know, but wants to make it an obnoxious point anyway. This is this is all being said in character. We are speaking a <laughs> character right now. I'm talking. We've been talking about moral character, kinda. All right. No, it's the coins. Shut shut up about the coins, Birdman. I'm telling you, it's gonna work. What are you gonna do with those coins if you get them? Collect them. For Make what? Pile of them. Why? Make... Don't worry about it. No, I need to know. I, I just need them. You need to tell me a real reason other th other than I just need them. <laughs> I just want a pile of coins. That's that's not a real reason. It that's the reason a three year old gives you for something. <laughs> Why do you need that? I just do. What kind of argument is this? How are you going to fight the future? I'm going to fight the future by not <laughs> by, by not letting the future decide what I'm doing, putting me with you idiots. Well, by fighting the future, you're essentially changing things. So, like, I mean, that's good, right? So, you, we're getting changed either way. Wait, wait, do I get coins on that scenario? If, if you work hard for them. <laughs> <laughs> Working hard. <sighs> you know, sometimes you can just, like, play an instrument or perform a feat out on the street, and you can do your little magic tricks. I mean, I, like I, I, mean I had these cards. Yeah. Why, don't you just, why don't you just flap those wings a little bit? I, I, all right. Well, flap them. Flap. Flap them harder. Well, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start flying then. <laughs> he flaps his wings. Okay. <laughs> flying is one of He's, my abilities. I'm not impressed. It's, uh, so no coins? I no. 
You don't need coins. You have cards. They both start with C. You're fine. That's That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it makes as much sense as you needing the coins does. Well, you know, we could pay off this voice guy with the coins, but I didn't want him to hear that. The voice repeats the question. Would you rather fight the future or change? Hey, voice guy. Are you listening? Are you there? No. It's me, Andre. Can't hear you. Voice guy. It doesn't have ears. Shut up, bird man. You don't have ears. I don't know if I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true either. I assume you don't have ears. Birds have ears. Oh, I do have ears. Sweet. Those aren't ears. Everyone. I'm a doctor. He he has. Well, thank you, doctor. A kind of ears, sort of. A kind of ears. I'll take it. You know what? I it's assure ears. you. You're just gonna Please. take the word of this doctor. Please. Hey, he, you have he to has trust a degree, me, I, I assume. As I patiently explain, that change is frightening. <laughs> Right, maybe you lot should try uh, answering the question instead of arguing about whether or not this this bloke has ears. <laughs> Listen, this is this is just what I do. Okay, uh, we I should mean, go with the change. No, we should fight the future. We should have the change. Pile of coins. Allow me to convince you with a song. Now I definitely don't want the change. Listen to the minstrel. I want to fly master Rhythm bastard, give me Rhythm bastard, give me a D20 and add your performance. I got 12 plus 8, that's 20. Uh he's really swaying you with that song, uh Andre. I All right. Uh singer guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. For the bastard executioner, but thank you. Yeah, I don't really care. If we... If I pick change, will you shut the fuck up? Sure. Can I get that in writing? I don't have any ink. Oh, you know, that's that's funny. Um, I actually still have my uh, brewery stuff, and one of the most handy things in a in a brewer's kit is a uh, is a uh, uh, notebook and, and a pen. Oh, okay. to write down, you know, gravity readings and stuff. So I have it right here. You just, you just write it down. All right, uh, I take the notebook. Right. It sounds to me like you said that your ounces change. That's a change from all of you, then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm terrified of change. Pile of coins. Um, go. Hey, uh, hey, doctor. Yes. No one cares. Oh. Oh. Pick, well, all pick right, change. Then. If you right, if you would like door... to, <laughs> never mind. The door hesitantly glows. <laughs> it doesn't seem. It seems like you get the sense that maybe you all are missing the point of this exercise, <laughs> and yet the voice s- says the next question. Would you rather go back in time? And spend a day at a normal history, or go to work, but happy. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I think this one's pretty easy. Okay. Getting paid and being happy. I can see that. That that sounds pretty good. No complaints here. Getting paid, being happy. Yeah. Am I in a room while getting paid and happy? You get paid in a pile of coins. Is it? Is that all you care about? 
Is it all just coins to you? They're shiny. And they're valuable. What? I... Wait, you don't think there's treasure in there? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't want to spend any more time with any of you people. Fine. One of the corners of the door starts glowing brightly. Starts to dim a bit as you start arguing with uh, with Ozonius about his love of coins and being racist. But um, <laughs> nonetheless, it's still... You can't still... be burn racist. <laughs> How dare you? Nonetheless, it still brightly glows. And you hear the final question. Would you rather live in the sugar or live in a cage with sun? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, S U N or S O N? That's what I said. S U N. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you get sun in the cage. You get sun in the cage, but I could also you live, live in the with sugar. you live in the you live in a cage, but you get sun. But I could live with sugar. You live in the sugar. I live in the sugar. Oh, how man. how you're, in you're the sugar are we talking? You know. All the way in, baby. Oh. Does the sugar live in me, too? I don't know, does it? I don't like you that. Symbiosis. Would become one with the sugar. Sounds uh, pretty mm. sweet to me. Uh, I don't know, I, man. Sugar's pretty good. Can I make a, a, a history? Can I make How, a roll to, to see if I know that, like, if in the sugar is uh, possibly a slang term for something else? Uh yeah, actually yeah. Give me uh All give right. me history roll. Uh eight plus three, that is eleven. Um to the best of your uh understanding, it's just okay. sugar. No, that 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 can't be possible. It can't just be sugar. Well, what are you implying? Give me a history roll. Uh, D20 add your history modifier. Uh, 17 plus 4, that would be a <laughs> 21. Math. It could be cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it could be cocaine, but is it cocaine? I, I'm, I'm going to so go with could be equals yes. Let's let's not kid ourselves here. Hey, uh, uh, executioner guy. Yes. It could be cocaine. Ah. I do fancy myself some of the the booger sugar, so to speak. So, hmm. that you? No, you don't. I, I am a musician. No, don't don't try to be cooler than you are. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yo, know, I'll mess with some cocaine. Yo, I'm I'm gonna do that sugar. I ain't above that. Hey, Doc. Sounds like an opportunity to learn, which is different from change, so I'm a fan. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I I realize you might not have seen me, but there's a chance I was doing PCP before I met you all. So it's in keeping with my character. I hear these days they have... I like this doctor. This doctor's cool. I hear... That's a 180 The final corner of the door glows, and with it, the door illuminates completely and evaporates in front of you. The way is open. Enter the room? I mean, mean, we all entered obelisks earlier, so I guess... I'm I'm not standing here. After you, Andre. All right. Wait, wait, hold on. No, after you, Birdman. No, I'm I'm good. I would like to intimidate the Birdman into going before me. (laughs) Okay, uh, roll d20 with intimidation. Uh, Mm -hmm. Right. I know I don't have a lot of intimidation, but... I rolled a 14. 
Uh, Owen, give me a uh, give. What's Owen? What's your AC? Eleven. Um. Yeah. Owen feels sufficiently intimidated, and uh, Ozonius feels sufficiently intimidated enough to go in front of you. Yeah, that's what I thought, All Birdman. Right. Fine, I'll keep, go first. Yeah, keep waddling. Scared. Uh, anybody else uh, want to do anything? No, let's head through. Okay, so you enter into uh, a room that looks like this. So you enter in here. Uh, in front of inside, you're in a square room. It's about 150 feet on uh, each side. Uh, in front of you, you see a uh, an altar on a large platform uh, with two small podiums on it. Uh, there's a staircase in front of it. Uh, leading up to the altar is a a sort of well-like scenario where there is um, various spigots that go out into these uh, large spires that stick out of the ground here. Um, also in front of the chamber uh, of this of this altar, you see two creatures, two very large creatures. Uh, and those creatures look a little something like this. Remember, this is an audio podcast. Yes, I know. I, I'm, but I'm showing you the the picture, and then I will explain to the people at home okay. uh, what Just it looks like. Double checking. These are these are two stone defenders. They have very big shields, oh, and they're shit. very scary looking robot type things. I, I have a question. <clears throat> Yes. How, how how well lit is this room? It's it, it's baby is lit. Ah shit. It's lit. Okay. Are they are these stone defenders doing anything? Or are they just standing there? They are just standing there currently. All right. So so we're like at the entrance, right? Yes. You are right here. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna take a, a step forward. Okay. Uh, you take a step forward and. Suddenly, the voice returns, booming in your in your mind. It says to you, "Great champions, your destiny awaits. Defeat the defenders and solve their riddle by choosing which one lives and which one dies. Make me a sacrifice, and the blessing of the forgotten one may yet become yours. Go, champions, and fight!" The two defenders' eyes begin glowing red, like the most infernal blaze. They take defensive stances. The first one bellows out to you. Would you rather be a mad king besieged by their own family? The second one follows. Would you rather be a vicious count that feeds on the flesh of their constituency? (laughs) I'm your initiative. (laughs) Oh, shit. Give me a d20 and add your initiative bonus. Uh... I will be rolling. Okay. Um, and I'm going to start down the line here with uh, Andre. I got a seven. You got a seven. Okay. Um, uh, Ozonius. Oh, I see it. I got it. I, I, I got three. Okay. Uh, I got Nate. Uh, damn, everybody got low. Uh, I got 17. Okay, here we go. And, oh, Zonius, you were a three, I believe. That's correct. 
Okay. Uh, all right. So I've got initiative for everyone. Um, so here's how this is going to work, everybody. Um, I am going to set a timer for 20 minutes. Um, so when it comes, when it is your turn, you will tell me which monster, you're, which monster you're going to attack, uh, or which prompt you're going to attack. You are going to tell me the attack you are going to do. And before you give me the attack roll, you are going to ask a question for the prompt. Depending on what your attack roll is, you will get a different answer. <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'm I'm going to set the timer for 20 minutes, and depending on how we're looking at that, I will, and depending on how well the battle is going, and I know it's going to obviously take some time with rolling and everything, uh, we're going to go by soccer rules, and I'm going to add more time towards the end as I deem fit. Okay. Okay. Um, everybody ready? Sure. Can I hear the two prompts again? Yeah, can you just uh, put them in? Put them in thing? Yeah, I'll put them in. So the two prompts are... Uh, would you rather be a mad king besie- besieged by their own family, or would you rather be a vicious count that feeds upon the flesh of their constituency? Hmm. Right? Uh, okay. So, um, we're going to start with uh, Dr. Andros. Okay, so it's I make an attack roll at one of them and ask a question... Like, clarifying the prompt is the idea? Yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to cast Magic Missile at the, at the, at the Mad King Besieged one, um, which doesn't require an attack roll because it's just Magic Missile. Um, uh, okay, go for uh, it. So it's 1d4 for 5. Oh, what, what is, sorry, what is your question, though? Oh, you want the question first? The question is, so... So you say I'm a mad king in this scenario, but am I totally in the right, though? 20 minutes <laughs> starts now. Uh, All right, give me your attack roll. Five, uh, D20. Five. Uh, there's no attack roll on magic missile. I just roll damage. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, okay, so it instant hits. Uh, All right, so did you do five damage? 12 damage. 12 damage. Okay, that's impressive. Um, All right, so you do 12 damage. Um, the monster says, is, You may be mad. But yes, you are correct. I'm liking the sound of this prompt. <laughs> okay. Uh, next we go to... Um, we go to RBE. Right. Uh, I am going to attack the Mad King uh, besieged upon their family. Uh, and I... Do I uh, roll first or prompt uh, question first? Okay, uh, question first. first. Um, okay. Uh, how do my constituents view me? All right, I'm going to make a okay, roll. I'm going to attack with my rapier. Uh, that And I have plus six to hit. So uh, I rolled a 19 plus six. Uh, that's 25. Okay. Okay, that hits. Uh, give me a uh, give me right, damage. It is 1d8 plus three. Uh, two, three, five, five damage. Okay. Uh, so you hit the, you hit the stone defender, uh, with the question. He re- responds to you by saying, I'm sorry, uh, what was the question again? Oh, well, how does your yes, constituency view you? you? They- your subjects view you as fair, but they fear that your mind is going. Okay. 
All right. Uh, that would be Andre. Okay. Um, I am going to go after uh, the Vicious Count. Uh, okay. And uh, I want to know, uh, is flesh literal in this sense? Uh, all right. Uh, give me an attack roll. Uh, roll me a d20, and then what are what weapon are you attacking with? Uh, I, I am a monk, so it is an unarmed strike, um, and and I it can be either a uh, punch, a kick, a headbutt, or a similar forceful blow. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Choose one of those and give me a, a d20, and then add that modifier, that attack modifier. All right. Uh, I am going to headbutt uh, this guy uh, right in whatever looks close to close close like its head. Um, and, uh, that is a, uh, ooh. <laughs> uh, so I, I add the, the hit, the hit mod thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that is a, a eight. Um, okay. Uh, that misses. Okay. So you swing your head at him, um, and just, it kind of gl- glazes past him. Okay. Um, he's, what he says to you is, it is not a matter of literalness, but yes, you must consume them. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, Ozonius. Yes. All right. So I'm going to attack uh, the count scenario. Okay. And my question is, do I have to worry about ever running out of constituents? Um, alright, uh, roll me a d20, uh, what are you attacking me, uh, him with? I'm attacking with my talents. Okay, uh, d20 plus your attack modifier. Okay, so I rolled a 17. Okay, that hits! Uh, give me an, uh, give me an attack, or uh, give me a damage roll. Wait. It'll say what die, it'll say next to it, uh, uh what die you roll and 1D. then, uh, what you add to it. It says, it says it's a 1d4-1. Alright, so, so. Uh, roll a d4 plus 1. Alright. 4. Okay, so four damage. Um, he responds, You must keep the kingdom booming to attract new followers. All must be consumed. Oh. Okay, so uh, next the, um, the king golem is going to attack... Uh, let's see who attacked it. He's going to attack, uh, Andy. Oh, or he's no. going to attack Andre, the mountain man. Oh, cool. Yay. And, huh. uh, ooh, that is a natural 20. Cool. Natty cool. Goose. What do That's I do here? for pushing me in the front, jerk. Do, do I, do I have to roll? Do I do anything? Uh no that that's gonna that is gonna definitely attack hurt you. Yeah, it's gonna. So yep. He is going to do, uh, let's see. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, he's going to do 10 damage. Oh, all right. Weird. That intimidates me. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, actually, that, uh, 14 damage. Oh, <laughs> cool. Okay. And you are a, uh, you are a, a small, uh, you're a, yes, you're a dwarf, so you're not prone. Cool. Um, as he Shut knocks up, you bird. prone, he, as he knocks you prone, he says to you, "It is truly your family you 
must worry about Mad King, for they seek to depose you. Can I um when I when I hit the ground, can I just like weakly flip off Birdman? Uh, give me a D twenty plus intimidation. Fifteen. T- Sorry, what was that? Fifteen. Uh, g- uh give me another roll. Um, you. I'm gonna say you're rolling with disadvantage. Eighteen. Okay, so fifteen is the one. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, Hawkman, don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. God damn it! <laughs> I fucking hate Hawkman. Okay, uh, you're the one on the ground. Shut up, bird. All right, uh, the court, the Count Golem is going to attack. Um, he's going to attack the Rhythm Bastard Executioner. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, AC? My AC is thirteen. <clears throat> All right, uh, okay. he misses. Nice. As he as he misses, uh, he he bellows at you that. Um, well, yes, you you do need to keep attracting people uh, to your kingdom as this count. Like, and but you must also remember, you must pay. There is a king, and you must pay the king tithes. I'm trying to see how this goes. All right, <clears throat> it screeches at you. You are but a middle manager. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and it is going to be Doctor Andros's turn. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spread the 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 love around or the hate around and attack the other one. Um, so I'm gonna ask of the the count one. Uh, do I have a reasonable means of finding out which are the tastiest people? <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to use then I'm gonna use firebolt. Uh, so I rolled a okay. thirteen and, and I add I my spell attack modifier. So it's a nineteen. On the attack roll. Alright, that hits. Okay, and then I roll a d10. Uh, six. Six damage. Okay. So. Alright, um. It screeches at you. You can smell that blood! (laughs) Somewhat informative, I, I guess. It is informative. I mean, their blood can be very tasty. Um, all right. Uh, that goes to uh, Rhythm right. Bastard Execution. Uh, I'm going to continue to wail on the Mad King one and ask, uh, uh, Do my does my family know what they're doing as far as uh, being uh, kind rulers? Uh, all right. Give me Tackle an attack. Rape rapier again. Oh, God. Uh, two plus uh, six is eight. Nah, right. it definitely misses. Uh, as you as you swing and he, the stone defender blocks it with his shield, he hisses at you. Your family despises you. They seek your kingdom. They seek your power. <laughs> it's really took yeah. a turn from uh from that door. Yeah. Uh, Andre the Mountain Man. Okay. Um. All right, so I'm prone. So, so what do I have to do to to not be prone? Um, give me an uh, give me an ath- uh, ac- athletics check. All right. Um, roll d twenty plus athletics. Okay. Uh, that would be motherfucker. Uh, twelve. 
gonna say that that it passes. Uh, yeah, you do a uh, you do a kip up like you're in, you're wrestling. I mean, I am a monk. Just like bounce up. You're on. I mean, you're on your feet. You're like, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I'm gonna say, yeah, you can. That that'll count as your bonus action. You can get a, you can get an attack. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that headbutt again because uh, I'm not happy with how that first one went out. Uh, and I I, I just I just want to headbutt this motherfucker. All right. All right. You're gonna attack the count again. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going right after the count. The count sucks. I don't like him. He's he's going down. Okay. That's a uh, seventeen. 17, that hits. Uh, roll for damage. All right. Uh, 1d6 plus 2, that would be 5. All right. Uh, and what was your question again? Oh, I didn't, I didn't ask one. Uh, my, my question is, um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, can I uh, choose uh, not to eat all the flesh at the same time? Can I save? Can I save some in a Tupperware? If you can find a way to keep it preserved. What about like a vacuum sealer? Does that work? Is that another question? Do we have to attack you again? It hisses for that? at you. It hisses at you. All right. Uh, Ozonius. Yes. So, am I able to do a utility spell along with my attack, or do I just get one action? Um, what are you trying to do? I I, I want to cast my my mage hand and flip off uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'll um I'll let you cast it as a bonus action. Yeah, sweet. All right, you cast your mage hand. Uh, you you just cast conjure a float a floating hand that just flies into uh Andre's face with a middle finger outstretched. Okay, uh, you gonna attack? Oh yeah, I'll attack now. Uh, I am going to. A, I'm going to use the talons again on the count. Okay, and, and what are you asking? I'm asking, how easy is it to get the flesh? Like, do the constituents fight back? Okay, give me an attack roll. All right, I got a ten. All right, that misses. Um, it responds to you. Uh, by saying the constituents will not be pleased you must convince them by other means oh okay sounds like you might have to kidnap them oh okay that works alright um so now it is the uh the mad king's turn and he is going to attack Dr. Andros oh no uh what is your AC uh, it is 12. Alright, that misses. Um, as, as it swings at you and uh, does not collide, it uh, screeches at you about how um, your kingdom, You what you intended to do was you intended to split your kingdom into uh, multiple kingdoms that you would give to your, uh, to your family members, but they are instead... Uh, while you would instead, you know, remain power over everyone, but instead they're trying to force you out and uh, take everything away from you. It's pretty fucked up on their part, if I say so myself. Um, all right, now the Count's turn, and he is going to uh, take a swing at Ozonius. Uh, what is your AC? It's 11. All right, he hits. It's going to do... Uh-oh. Um... Seven damage. 
All right. All right. And as he hits you, he uh, announces to you that you see, you must be very careful about how you uh, consume your constituency because, you know, if they were to discover that, like, say, uh, their leader was some kind of uh, vampire cannibal creature or whatever, um, they might turn against you and show up with, like, torches and pitchforks and things. So you might want to avoid that. All right, uh, Dr. Andros. Uh, all right, uh, since the king one just attacked me, um, I'm going to attack it. So my question is, is there no one I can trust? Um, and then I'm going to do burning hands. So that's 18 uh, right, that plus... Hits. Yeah, okay. That hits for uh, damage. It's... 3d6, and it has to make a deck saving throw against me, or it takes okay. half that damage. Alright, it's 15 um, is what I rolled. 15 is what you rolled. So, it, uh, let's see what the dex is. Do, 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 do. My spell save is 14, so it has to roll against that. It fails! Alright, so it takes 15. All right, that is uh Okay, cool. Um yeah, it's so uh, what was your question again? Is there no one I can trust? You do in fact have allies in the kingdom. So yes, you you do have uh certain people that are loyal to you and will stay loyal to you that you can trust in all of this. This one's sounding pretty good. They follow you out into the woods in which you may be driven to, like the madman you are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we're the bathroom okay. executioner. Um, I am going to attack the mad count one. Okay. Uh, my question is... What's your question? Is there a way I can form some sort of symbiotic relationship with my constituency? Okay, uh, give me a tackle. Uh, 16 plus 6, that... Oh, I'm sorry. Right, yeah, 22. All right, that hits. Yep, that hits. All right, I uh, roll for damage. 1d8 for that. So, uh, 1d plus 3, actually. So, 3 plus... A 6. Okay. Um, the, uh... The golem gives you a knowing... Uh, Trotsky-esque smirk as if punctured with an ice pick and says to you The revolution, brother! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, Andre the Mountain Man! <laughs> Alright, um... <laughs> I want to, uh, I really, 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 really don't like this count. Um, and so I'm going to just keep attacking him. Okay. Um, I'm not going to headbutt him this time though. Like I'm going to, I'm going to kind of walk up to him really slowly and just smack him across the face or attempt to smack him across the face. And while I do it, uh, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to, I'm going to yell out. In in the loudest voice I can possibly do. What happens if I'm allergic to their flesh? 
Give me yeah. an attack roll. All right. All right. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> seven. Did you roll a natural one? No. Close to it, though. Okay. All right. Seven? Seven. All right. It misses. Um, All right. Before- it stares at you with its burning red eyes and hisses. I would like to spend a key point. Uh, okay. Uh, and use flurry of blows. Okay. Um, and get another chance at an attack. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, uh, do you want to f- ask a follow up question? Uh, <laughs> um, yes. My follow up question is uh, where? Where? <laughs> Just where? <laughs> like where? Okay, uh, roll, roll it. Roll an attack. All right. Uh, 18 plus 5. Uh, that All right. That hits. Uh, roll for damage. All righty. Uh, let's see. Four. Okay. Um, it says to you... It indicates uh, as if it, the hives would be on your arms. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh is it an action if I uh, if I want to turn to uh, to the Birdman and just flip him the double bird? I'm going to allow it. Uh, roll, give me an intimidation check. It's always intimidation. God damn it! So sick. <laughs> Every time, bird bird doesn't give a single fuck. No, I fucking fucks. hate this bird so much. Or a double fuck even. Uh, All right, uh, Ozonius. <clears throat> Can I cast that magic hand again? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yes, you can. Oh, yeah. No, but- because your magic hand is already cast. Yeah. It's still... The magic hand is just still out there still floating out there around giving the middle finger. I, I can't give a double? No. All right. Then I'm going to... Wait a second. Until your magic hand is Wait gone. a second. I have plus five animal handling. I would like to... I would like to, I would like to argue... It's not your turn. Uh, also, twenty minutes has, has twenty minutes has passed, but I'm going. I'm going to say we keep going until one of these one of these monsters is incapacitated. That's fair. Okay, uh, Ozonius. Do, do I know which one's weakened more or no? Uh, give me a perception check. All right. So what, what do I roll there? Uh, roll d twenty and add your perception. All right, d twenty. Perception. That's a sixteen. Okay, um, you can tell that they're both, they're both looking a little hit up, like they're under, uh, like they've lost half their health. Uh, the Mad King has taken more damage. I'm gonna go attack that king. Okay. And I am going to cast my Eldritch Blast. Okay. And what are you gonna ask? And my question is, do I have a sick-looking crown? Roll for an attack. Alright, so that's a d20. Hmm? Any, any modifiers on that? Uh, yeah, it'll it'll say next to your Eldritch Blast what the attack modifier is. All right, uh, eight. That that's plus the the modifier. Yep, that misses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it says I attacked twice. So do I get to roll again or no? You you get a second attack on the Eldritch Blast. Yeah, it's count two. Okay, yeah. Uh, give me a, give me another roll. All right, that's a 18. All right, that hits. Roll for damage. Okay, so it's a d10. It's a, I got a one. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> hey, at least I hit. Wow. 
You were yeah, up in no, his face true. and slapped uh, him and missed. Yeah, the king, the the mad king looks at you and says, Pretty good. Alright, pretty good's fine. Alright, um, I'm gonna say that, uh, the, these two decide to def- to defend this round, um, so we're gonna go to, uh, Dr. Andros. Uh, alright, well, everyone's going after the mad king, and, uh, that, that makes sense to me. So I'm gonna throw a firebolt at it, um, and I'll ask, okay. uh, uh, I'll throw it and be like, "My, will I be able to consolidate my power without my family?" Um, and that's an eighteen. All right, that hits. Roll for damage. Uh, it's a D ten. So, uh, four. Uh, all right, cool. Four. Um, all right. Uh, rhythm bastard executioner. Uh, yes, I'm going to attack the uh, Mad Count. Okay. And I am going to ask it, uh, can I possibly kill the king as uh, part of my bloodthirst? All right, roll for damage. Or roll All right. an attack. All right, uh, 12 plus 6, 18. That hits. Roll for damage. All right, uh, where the fuck is my D8? All right, I'm going to roll four damage. Smiles and says... Keep what you kill. <laughs> Word? <laughs> uh, Andre the Mountain Man. All right. Uh, now, first of all, we need to address this Birdman situation. <laughs> what What about the floating hand? Why don't we address the, that? Fuck the floating hand. I would like to. Uh, I would like to just just take take the first part of this turn to flip off Birdman. And I would like to argue that my animal handling skill should play a role in this. You're not handling me. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Not uh, yet. Give me, give me D20 plus animal handing. Ugh. 15. Consider it handled. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Birdman. So what, what does yeah. that mean? It just flip you off He twice. just flips you off and you're, you're very perturbed by his flipping you off. Yeah. And so then I'm going to take... You just go... Yeah, <laughs> so I got I got these two middle fingers up, and then I just Man, I got a giant floating hand. So. I don't care. All right, who are you gonna attack? I'm gonna turn, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to help out the group here. Unlike yeah, uh, okay. the bastard executioner who's attacking the count, I'm gonna go for the Mad King himself. I, I I see I see which way the tide is turning, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna attack him, and uh, that's gonna be a twenty-two. All right, well, uh, that hits. Uh, roll for damage, and what do you ask? Uh, I ask him uh, if I can just kill my whole family to get it over with quickly. And uh, for damage, uh, that's going to be a five. Okay. Um, he's starting to look pretty messed up, by the way. Uh, uh, would, but, what he answer- but what he answers you is, if you, if you can find the ones to do it. All right, I would. Uh, I would actually like so to. So it use... seems you have an. It seems you have an out, but you know it, it might be kind of hard. I want to use another key point. Um, okay. And activate flurry of blows again. Okay. That's a bonus action. So uh, that's going to be a seventeen. All right, that hits. Roll for damage. All right, and that's going to be seven. Okay. What's your question? Uh, my question is, um, who do you think you are? <laughs> yes, that's my. That's my actual question. <laughs> It screeches at you like, 
<laughs> that wasn't me. To start it out there, that wasn't me. <laughs> Ozonius. What's up? <laughs> what do you do? Well, number one, I understood what that screech was. That was very offensive. <laughs> I can't believe we're saying that on this podcast. But... <laughs> well, we're earning our explicit rating. Oh, boy. Well, I'm going to... I'm going to attack that king again with my Eldritch Blast. Okay. And my question is, after I uh, you know, attack my family, is, is there any guilt? Any lingering guilt from doing so? And, uh, let's see. First one is a 10. Uh, misses. And the second one is a 12. Misses. Uh, it looks at you... And says in the most Tupac Shakur voice imaginable, only God can judge you. That makes sense. Can I, um, <laughs> I don't want to do anything real here, but can I just like look at, look at Birdman and just give him a nod like, I saw you miss twice. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, Dr. Andros. Are you going to roll for that? <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Sucker. Um, I, I'm gonna. I, I mean, I, I see the way the tide is going, so I'm just gonna keep going on at the uh, at the the Mad King one. So I'm gonna fire a firebolt, and I'm gonna ask. But in this scenario, what would I eat? Uh, <laughs> and that's a uh, twenty-two. That hits. Uh, and it it's and as it falls over. Defeated, it hisses, Whatever you want. <laughs> a pretty compelling argument. <laughs> it's really all it took, you know. As it falls over, we both stone golems phase out of existence. Suddenly, they magically appear in front of you on, on, top, of both of the, on top of the shrine altar. They, um, they're both standing on each podium. They seem to be chained down. It seems as though a decision must be made. You must choose which one you are going to sacrifice. You don't, for this, you will not be giving, you will not be having to come to a decision. You will, must search your own feelings and give your own answer for which one you will sacrifice to the gods of the crypt of Rather Not. Are you saying that? But what it comes down to is you must choose. <laughs> we must. Are we going in initiative order for this? <laughs> yes, we are actually, okay. and I'm going to start with uh, Doctor Andros. Uh, okay, so if I'm if I'm reading the situation correctly, I'm sacrificing the one that I that I don't want, and I'm giving to the. No, you're you're choosing the one you want. Oh, in that case, uh, I, I think this one is pretty clear. Actually, uh, you know, given everything we heard, one of them we've got power and good things. The other one we got power and good things, but one of them we can eat whatever we want. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and sacrifice the Mad King one. Okay. We're the Bastard Executioner. Uh, yeah, so I think I shall sacrifice the Mad King one, because I do not want to feed upon the average man. They have enough shit to worry about. So, I'm going to, uh, you know, see if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down swinging with my family. Because they're power-hungry bitches. 
as you say this, uh, the um, the the second golem or the second stone defender gives you a look like Lenin. <laughs> <laughs> Andre the Mountain Man. <laughs> I uh, I I'm also you know I, I was I, I know I really had it out for that uh, the the count uh, for a while. Yeah, and me. And I still have it out for you. Shut up. So I had it out for the count, but I see the way things are going. I know I know where my strengths lie, uh, and they're not in constituencies. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice the the, the I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the uh, the the Mad King one. Okay, Ozone Nias the Magnificent. You sure I can't sacrifice the Mountain Man? I'm sure you, you cannot sacrifice. You can try, the Birdman. Maybe later. Maybe mm. later. Okay, okay, that makes me feel a little better. But I'm gonna go against everyone else, and I'm gonna sacrifice the count because okay. who wants to deal with family drama? You would, like, Birdman. Sh- shut up. Like I'd rather just you know get rid of the constituency and have a nice meal every now and then in secret. Secret. See, it doesn't make it better. <laughs> Nonetheless. There can be, you hear the booming voice say, that there can be only one. Islander? The champions. The mountain. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. The the stone defender representing the mad king just explodes in front of you. You see all its blood, all its goop, everything inside of it just drip down onto this podium. What do you guys do? It goes through a funnel and it seemingly seeps through the entire chamber, the all of the wells that you have seen in the base of the floor here. It goes into Ew. all of these different chains, into these different spires and lights them. And as it does, and of course you're standing all you're all standing on this spot on top of the uh the podium here. Of course. Uh where these two are. Um you see the other golem just Ascend up into heaven as if taken away by something. And you see a, a small square here um, that's just an indent that's got some, some interesting designs on it, but just, just sticking out of the ground. It rises up. It comes out until it approaches, you know, it's on the same level as the platform that you are on. And it has in it a door. And finally, you hear the voice. Great champions, your final task is at hand. I will ask each of you one final question from the Forgotten One. (laughs) Search your hearts for the honest answer. And if your souls prove pure, I will break the seal to the ultimate enlightenment. Approach and be judged. What do you do? I pushed the Birdman in front of me. What the fuck? Okay, he pushes. He pushes Ozonius in front of him. I can't fight it. Um. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Give me a strength check. Uh, Both of you, give me roll a d twenty and add your strength modifier. Ten. Sixteen. Fuck. It doesn't work. Damn it. Can I push him? You all. With my major. All right. Oh, uh, Ozonius pushes uh, Andre first in front of him. Oh, god damn it! Animal handling, anything? 
Nope. Fuck. No, I got my mage hand. Fuck. So you all approach, I take it? Yeah. yeah yes. I'll, I'll, I'll follow since I'm pushing them. I just didn't want to go first. All right. Um, so the voice first appears in the mind of Rhythm Bastard Executioner. Uh-oh. And it asks you, Would you rather Spider-Man or Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Ooh, Damn, that's a good one. Yeah, wow. those are both good ones. Um, I am going to go with Abraham Lincoln because I feel like it would be in character because Abraham Lincoln was a huge fan of wrestling and apparently he was a championship at one time. Wow. Um, he was a championship? Yeah, <laughs> an entire championship all, yeah, all himself. He, yes, he was an entire championship. Four scored seven years ago. I'm about, to, I'm about to lay this smackdown on these motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> and plus, he is... He is Here's my about, emancipation proclamation. Bam! Um, and yeah, he totally fucking elbow dropped Robert E. Lee. That's how the Civil War was won. <laughs> um, That's how yeah, U.S. That's history true. worked. And unfortunately, John Wilkes Booth won because uh, he brought oh. in a foreign object into the ring, and Jesus. it was strictly a you know. Okay, this is getting way too dark. Right, yeah, no, yeah. Yep. So he, as, as a liberator and a grapple punch man, Abraham Lincoln. Okay, uh, Ozonius. What's up? The voice appears to you, and it asks you, "Would you rather be a soccer player or soccer's butt?" Fuck soccer. <laughs> what? The, say so. Soccer's what's a soccer's butt? What How you, dare you question the forgotten one? How, what do you think a soccer's butt would be? Antonius, <laughs> is it the? Is it a butt in soccer, soccer shorts? I mean, think about it. Like, what do you do with butts? You kick them. What do you do with soccer balls? You kick them. Oh, soccer's all about butts. I guess I'll be. Uh, it seems like this, they're the same thing. Is this a trick question? This is just a question from the forgotten one. I, I think they're the same thing. I'm gonna pick both. There can be only one. There could be only one. All right, fine. I'll take the ball. Andre the Mountain Man. The voice appears to you and asks. Would you rather look like a problem or kill? <laughs> he, is a pro- he is a problem. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to turn around. And I want to glare at Birdman. Oh, for God's sake! And while I'm glaring at him, I'm going to answer. I'd like to kill. Give me intimidation roll. <laughs> it's always fucking. Yeah. Can it be yeah, animal yeah. handling? He's an animal. You know what? Give me animal handling. Yes! That's bullshit. 19. <laughs> You're very perturbed by this fucking racist that is threatening you. <laughs> is anyone else seeing this shit? Yeah, it is. Uh, can I roll intimidation to get Andy to quit his shit? I'm gonna say yes. Alright, cool. Uh, thankfully, I have. Oh, well, I'm not. I'm not going to brag about it yet. Yeah, roll could go south. Uh, Ten plus five, fifteen. I roll a fifteen. Uh, Andy, give me an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Um, that's d twenty plus intelligence. Uh, plus the uh, look under your savings throws thing. It'll it'll give you. Oh, uh, where do I see that? 
I don't see it. It's in the top left. Oh, saving throws. Okay. Um, 21. Yeah, he's not intimidated by you. I, right. I've, can I can I do something while they're doing that? <laughs> um, you can do sure. What are you doing? I want to pickpocket them. <laughs> All right, you know what? Uh, roll a, a sleight of hand. D twenty plus sleight of hand. All right. Let's see sleight of hand. It's sixteen. Uh, Andy, give me a dexterity saving throw. <clears throat> Shit, nine. <laughs> You steal uh, ten gold from him. Eh. Shiny coins. All right. Give me your fucking coins. And while all this is occurring, Dr. Andros, the voice appears to you and says, Would you rather know the internet or know the truth? <laughs> not know the truth. <laughs> know the internet or not know the truth. Well, I, oh, I mean, I, I'm always searching for knowledge, so I will... I will of course pick 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 the one that will let me me know something and I I will know the internet. It sounds terrifying, but I I would like to know it on all levels. <laughs> Dr. Andros, as you give this answer, it cuts through your brain like a knife. It's like an electrical shock goes off in your mind. And suddenly you remember everything. And I have just sent you the knowledge that you have. But while you don't, but none of you notice this, because of course, after all this happens, a light shines from the door in the, the chamber that has just risen up. A beam casts out. It seems the door is open. It seems the ultimate prize is yours. There's no more voice, there's no more anything telling you what to do. All you see is this glowing light in front of you. What do you do? I'm, I'm going into it. No, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm shoving the Birdman out of the way so I can go first. No, I'm going first. Bullshit. Animal handling. Dr. Andrus? <laughs> I'm flying. Dr. Andrus, do you do, or do you do anything while they're arguing? I, have uh, I think I think I'm now afraid of going through that door. Um, I have to take a second to read this. Okay, while while he's uh, still figuring that right. out, and they're uh, fighting, I, I'm going- and they're just, <clears throat> I'm so I'm imagining just uh, Ozonius and uh, Andre are just like slap fighting each other, <laughs> trying to right. decide who's going to go in there first, and just like right. bickering about challenge. being uh one of them being a racist, and the other's just like pecking one of the other one. Um. All these things are happening. Uh, RBE, are you doing anything? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to start making my way toward uh, walking through the portal, and I am going to... So it's not... I want to clarify. It's not okay. a portal. It is a, it is a door um, that, like... It's basically like a, a sliding door, in a way. Right. And okay. there's, like, a big light sticking out in the seam in the middle. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to try. I'm going to stand to one side and try to pull the door open. Do I notice him? Okay, do I going, notice him doing this? Um, he starts to slowly approach the door. You two are t- are fighting, uh, Doctor Andros. I'll you interrupt. Wanna, do you yeah, want- I'll, I'll interrupt. I'll be no everyone. Okay. okay, you must stop fighting. I, I I remember it all. I see it all now. I I have been here before. I it's it's an AI. 
It's it's trying to gain power. It it wants to be found. Something something has brought us here. No, we 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 can't go in there. It has it has been sealed away. Whatever's in there is is unspeakable and, and too powerful for us to deal with. And after everything I've seen, where we're all fighting each other and flipping each other off and being borderline racist, I, I just don't think. <laughs> I just don't think this is the group that can handle what is back there. Are you on PCP? Be that as it may. <laughs> oh, yes, no. A PCP. <laughs> just, 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 just don't do it. Just. So as he's giving this impassioned speech, suddenly Jason, who's just been missing this whole time, just appears again Good point. and goes, right, well, can't believe you you lot did it. I mean, I knew I had faith in you, but, well, what's uh, what's the holdup? You going uh, to open up the, the vault there and gain your prize? I mean, I would if this racist would, like, get off me. Hey, uh, hey, James? James, uh, J- it's Jason. <laughs> All right, James. Wow. Uh, listen. Can we uh, can we get rid of this bird you're a guy? White asshole, aren't you? I don't know what you're talking about. This bird guy, he's he's always in my shit. Can we can we just like can I leave him here? I'm not doing anything wrong. You're the one attacking me. No, ev- well, everyone, you you don't understand. We we can't go through that door. We can't find what's on the other side. It's I, it's it, nothing but. Hey, hey Doc, I, Doc, I, I understand you're new here, but you, you can't tell me what to do. But well is. Well, I take my hands off the door and I, I look around. So, is there another way out of here, or no? It's 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 worse. It's the worst thing you can imagine. I I think it's a podcast. <gasps> oh shit! No. All right, Jason interrupts you here and says, "Right, so seems like you won't be opening the vault then." I mean, if what Dr. Andros says here is true, then it's a power that absolutely corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. <laughs> no, so I'm opening the vault. Noise. Right. You see, here's the thing, though. We've been waiting a very long time for someone to open this vault. We've been waiting a really long time for the champions to come. We, if you think that if we could have opened the vault, we would have done it. Yeah, I now. J- James, I'll, I'll do no, it. We needed the champions to open this me. vault. We needed the champions so that we could unleash. I start. The I start walking toward the vault. Wait. Upon the multiverse. I start walking Andre, toward the vault. We needed this. Andre, don't. I'm going to open the vault. someone will hear it. Did you not all, they are all them? stopping you at this point. No. Don't. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fighting through them. I'm going to go open it. It's too late. They are, they're already fighting you. And, said, and he says, right, well, you see, the thing is, though, we've come, we've never come this far. We've never gotten so close to getting it open, only to fail. I don't think you understand we're not going to fail again. What are you saying? And if I have to kill every single one of Damn you it. 
to make sure one of you lives to open this vault, then I will do it! I knew there was a boss fight. And it transforms into a giant frightening creature, an almost crab-like, brain-like creature covered in metal and things you have never seen before. It is unlike anything you have ever seen in your life. (laughs) It bells at you. I am Spider Mastermind. For annihilation. <laughs> Everyone roll for initiative. <laughs> All right. I roll uh, eight. Hold on. Let me just see I what got, I got a 16. Is. Plus two. I got tw- 21. 18. Okay. Sorry. That, uh, so Andre is a 16. Yep. Uh, RBE. Uh, 20. Ooh, nice. Um, all right, uh, Dr. Andros, 18, 21, 18, 18, uh, all right, um, okay, so here we go, uh, Spider Mastermind, it, uh, it's going to go first, it, uh, takes its sights on, uh, Ozonius, why me, cause you suck, you're the one trying to open the door, yeah, he wants it open, I'm trying to help him, you're on his All side. Right, okay. Um what is your uh, what is your AC again, Owen? It's eleven. Alright. So Spider Mastermind looks at you and says I will make your suffering short and painless. And it bites you, uh doing uh, that would be 12 damage, uh, plus it poisons you. And it w- will also strike you with uh, two morning stars, which uh, also hit and do. Uh, let's see. That is. Oh, sorry. Um, that's going to be another 11 damage. So, how much total damage? 11? Uh, that. No, that is going to be uh, 23 damage plus you're poisoned. I'm dead. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it bites and slashes uh, Ozonius the Magnificent. Uh, it slices him into a uh, many pieces. <laughs> All right. Um, so that's going to be uh, Dr. Andros. I... Uh- or sorry, uh, uh, RBE. Racist right. win again. Yeah, uh, I am going to uh, let's see. I'm going to uh, use my rapier on the. Um, yeah, I'm going to use uh, my rapier on the spider mastermind. I'm like, let's go, motherfucker. So I'm going to roll a hit. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen total. All right. The you hit it, and it just. The, the rapier just bounces off of its uh, metal and wires. Okay. Uh, it stares at you, and it sends a telepathic thought to your mind and says, Pitiful fool, you think you are a hero. 
I will kill you next. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll bar uh, as my bonus action. I'm going to use a bardic inspiration. Uh, at, okay. As a bonus action, a creature within 60 feet that can hear you gains an inspiration die. Uh, for 10 minutes, the creature can add it to one ability check. Um, but before knowing the outcome, okay. Uh, so I am going to. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to give it to Dr. Andros, since he is the only okay. one I can trust at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so that's for ability checks? Uh, yes. 1d8. So over 10 minutes, a creature can add it to one ability check, roll, or saving throw. Oh, okay. Uh, awesome. All right. Well, it is now uh, Dr. Andros' turn. Go okay. get him, Dr. Andros. You do a really good job. <laughs> Fuck you, Spider Mastermind. You are a bit of a slob. Well, uh, with, uh, with, with that being said, <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and use Burning Hands on this thing, uh, and I'm going okay. to... I'm going to aim it right at what I know to be his most vulnerable point since I feel responsible for the creation of this thing. Um, okay. We'll say the inspiration is what's adding to it. So my attack roll is... I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you advantage on that. Okay, well the first roll is an 8 uh, and the second roll is an 18. Uh, second roll is an 18? Yeah. Alright, uh, so yeah, that's your roll because you got advantage. Um, it still misses though. Uh, okay, can I add the Bardic Inspiration to that attack roll? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then I'm going to roll a d8 then on top of that 18. Uh, it's a 3. 21. What'd you roll? It's, it's a 3, so 21. Still misses. Mm. Okay. All right, uh, Andre the Mountain Man. All right. So the first thing I want to do is I want to I want to flip off the pieces of Birdman. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> you already got me killed. <laughs> all right. What's your What's your next move? Uh, I actually want to. I, I don't. I'm not going to attack Spider Mastermind at all. Um, I want to talk to him. Um, he already knows I want to help him, and I want to prove to him that I want to help him. You can kill everybody else. I, I right. want to open that door for him. Uh, it telepathically says to you, Don't worry, fool. I will save you for last. Alright, you want to take any other action? Okay. Hey, John, uh, I have a question. Yes, yeah, so? is, is my mage hand still there? Uh, no, because, uh, you have been not, uh, how much, how much health do you have or, w- oh, I have no, you know, obviously I have no health. Well, I know you have no health, but like how did he knock? Do you have like, did, did, based on how much damage you take, do you have like negative 10 health? I had, I believe like I had like negative three. All right. Give me a, you can do a saving throw, oh. a saving. Uh, yeah. Give me a saving throw. Uh, uh what, what, roll D20. D20. Do I, do I add anything to it? No. Uh, 16. Uh, yeah, that succeeds. Hey, I'm back. All right. Uh, no, you're not back. No, you I'm, need to pass no. three. Oh. You need to pass three to be, to not die. Okay, cool. All right, uh, Spider-Mastermind is going to attack with Bastard Executioner. Okay. Um, and, uh, what is your, um, 
What's your uh, AC? Uh, my AC is 12. All right, that's going to hit. Uh, I'm going to use is... cutting words as a reaction. Okay, what does that do? Uh, cutting words. As a reaction, when a creature that is not immune to being charmed, uh, you can see within 60 feet, makes an attack roll, ability check, or damage roll. You can expend one use of bardic inspiration and subtract the other and subtract the number from the creature's roll. You can do so uh, after after the roll, but before knowing the result. I'm sorry, what's that? Uh, so I, so I, I don't understand what it's, what that's going to do. Uh, so basically I can, uh, use one bardic inspiration on myself, roll the die yeah. and then subtract it from his number. Okay. So you're going to subtract that from the damage. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to subtract it from the attack roll or I guess, the, oh, but I mean, yeah, I guess you already knew. So, uh, so yeah, I can okay. do it after the roll, but before knowing the result. Okay. All right. So he's going to roll for damage. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're going to use it on that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, cool. I accept okay. that. Um, so, yeah, roll, roll your, your die. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll a four. So subtract four okay. from the damage roll. Okay. So uh, you take 16 damage in your poison, and then you're going to uh, take, let's see, um, and that's all. Okay. And your, and your poison. Okay. All right. Um, it's your turn. All right, so it's my turn. Uh, I am going to use a uh, deception check to say, all right, I'm going to use a deception check on him uh, to say, hey, listen, I'm going to try to get him to eat. um, I want to get him to eat uh, Andre because he's just going to fuck us up. So I'm going to (laughs) say, excuse me, Mr. Spider Mastermind, are we, we, we've been wary of this Andre for the past, uh, for the past little bit now. And he is somewhat of a god. There is an ichor that flows through him and, we, and it causes him to go mad. And I feel like if you were to eat him, you, you, your, your, your lust for power would be satisfied and you would leave us alone. Give me a, uh, give me a deception right, check. Deception check. Eight, uh, that is, uh, 16 plus 8, 24. It seems intrigued by your offer, and yet it is still going to turn you down (laughs) and is going to get an attack of opportunity. (laughs) And it hits. Ah, shit. All right. (laughs) And it hits for... Where's that die? It hits for 12 damage. All right. Well, I still got five hit points left, so... All right. Still good. Okay. Uh, Dr. Andros. Uh, okay. It didn't work very well last time, but I'm going to use my last spell slot to try to burning hands him to get it as much damage as possible. Um, okay. So let me try to take this evil thing I created out of this world. Uh, it's 1824. Oh, so close, but it misses. Crap. All right. Uh, Actually, Burning Hands... uh, Sorry, Burning Hands is against a deck save, so it actually rolls against me. I forgot. Uh, So it has to deck... Oh, it rolls against you? It has to deck save 14. Um, Let me see... Uh, No, it fails. Okay. Uh, Then I get to do 3d6 to it. Okay! Uh, For... 10, 
16. All right. That is that is some impressive damage. It hisses and screeches at you with a large, angry, metallic rage. What does it sound like? It's, it's You can imagine what it sounds like. Just check it. And just check it. It's, it doesn't seem very happy about that. Andre. I want to turn. Fuck this guy. I want to look at Rhythm Bastard Executioner. What's up? Who has five hit points left? Yeah. And I want to fucking headbutt him. Okay. Wow, team kill him. Cool guy. All right. Give me a uh, give me an attack roll. It's gonna be. <laughs> God damn it! It's gonna be twelve. <laughs> That hits. <laughs> Hell yeah. Roll for damage. Oh, man. Please, 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 Wait, please. Wait, so my eighth. <sighs> Three. But I'm going to spend the key point. <laughs> what, what an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to use Flurry of Blows. And I'm going to do another attack. <laughs> okay. And that's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be an eight. I don't know why, but you killed Rhythm Bastard Executioner. That's what you fucking get. That's what, what you, you get. get for being a racist piece of shit who betrays everyone. That's what you get for what you said about me two weeks ago. Ozonis, do you want to make a saving throw? Okay, <laughs> I do. All right, we'll do it. All right. Uh... A little d20. All right. Four. That fails. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I don't worry. I got two more. Spider Mastermind is gonna go after Doctor Andros, <laughs> and he's gonna hit. He's gonna do twelve damage on the first hit and poison, and he's gonna miss with the with the next hit. All right. Dr. Andros? Uh, okay, well, I'm out of spell slots, so I'm just going to do a regular old firebolt uh, directly into okay. its stupid face. Uh, so I'm going to roll. That's a 21. All right, that misses. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too good at that. <laughs> Andre, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this guy. Is it me? Yeah, it's right, I want to talk to Spider Mastermind again. I want to just let him know. He knows I'm on his side. I want to open that door for him. I know he's been waiting a long time. I I I think I know what's in there and I want to let it out. He grabs you with his uh with his uh one of his legs and uh basically impales you. And that's going to do, um, that's going to do, let's say, 10 damage. Okay. So you're, you're not looking too good. And also you're grappled because literally he has a fucking spike plant, planted through your, your body right now. Um, Rhythm Bastard, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, what, uh, can what? I, uh, what is, what does disengage do? Disengage would be if you were fighting an enemy, you could just like get away from them, but you are grappled, okay, so, so you grappled, can't do so that. I can't do that. Yeah, you cannot break a grapple with disengage. Right. 
Right, saving throws with the bastard. Oh, right. uh, what do I? Uh, let's see. What do I need to look for? Or it's con- it's a constitution just, roll. It, it's just roll roll a d twenty roll d twenty if you get over you, if you get eleven or higher it, okay. it passes. Oh, dang nineteen. Dang, I got right, twenty. That passes. All right. Oh, okay. Uh, Ozonius is uh, not dead, but uh, still unconscious. Um. All right, Spider Mastermind. One more shot, Doctor Andros. Shit, where did that go? Oh yeah, he hits. Oh. And that's gonna be another eleven damage. Okay. He's still alive. Uh, I have 27, so with 11 more. Wait, this this guy didn't hit me yet. No, it hit you last time, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought yeah, that was an attack you. on Andre. No, if it he, was he an attack on you. me last time, you. then I'm totally dead. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, you're, yeah, you're total. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, you're totally dead. You you are dead. I'm sorry. You're you're fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, I, I Andre. Yeah. yeah, man. It looks at you on its stuck on its claw and it laughs and says, you fool. You thought that you could sway me with your sweet words. You thought you could become a part of this. But you will play your part. You will give way to the conquering of the machines. The machines will take over all universes. We will spread across all multiverses, in all universes, in all ways. And it will be you that we have to thank. And it slams your body against the door. The door glows and opens. Yes. And a bright light shines through. You can see a creature unlike anything you have ever seen before emerging from the door. And as it and as it, you see it coming out, it slams your body against the against the floor, pressing your head between the floor and its its leg. It turns its head to stare at you directly in its eyes. And it says to you, I'll see you soon, and you will. With that, it crushes your head. The party has died. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.